Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. Are you wondering when is the best time to go live on Facebook, YouTube, or LinkedIn Live to maximize audience participation? You know, choosing the right time for your live video show is important because it helps you maximize engagement and awareness with your viewers. On this episode, Jim and I will help you identify the best time for you to go live. So Jim, when is the best time to go live? Well, Christian, you know, it's one of those answers that people always cringe at with a lot of things, but it depends because there's really not a perfect time to go live. It's really about you discovering when it's best for you and your audience. And I would say even more important, your audience, because it might be convenient to you, but if it's not getting you uh, viewers, then you really need to take a second look at why you're going live and when you're going live. Definitely. And I will say this, it actually reminds me a lot about how people are always trying to please every one of their customers. And while I love the enthusiasm with that, the thing is you can't please everyone. You can do your best and that's all it amounts to. So as far as picking the best time to go live, how do I like, how do I get a starting point of when I should be going live or how often I should be going live? This goes back to something we talked about in episode, uh, one, which is having a strategy and having smart goals. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're not laying out from the beginning before you even do that first live show of, you know, when are we going live? Who is our audience? I mean, I love how you talked about like, right. We're not trying to go live for everyone. We're trying to go live for that target audience. Mm -hmm. You know, even this podcast, this podcast isn't for everyone. This is, this podcast is for people that want to learn about or get better or start live streaming. So I'm not worried about someone that doesn't want to live stream. This is not the podcast for them. And so when we think of these specific you know, goals or the SMART goals as we like to, we have to figure out what is our rhythm going to be? Is it going to be once a week? Is it going to be multiple times a week? But regardless of which it is, it's all about consistency. And not only do you need to build that consistency, because first of all, if you say you're going to have a weekly show and now you stop showing up, your audience is going to think that you quit having a show. And it's the same thing with social media. If you stop posting, people are going to think, oh, I guess they're out of business or they're just not, they're just not that engaged. And if you want to build community, you've got to have that consistency. And further to that consistency, is you have to have the commitment to be that consistent. Don't say you're going to have a weekly show if you can't have a weekly show. It's okay, right, to start out like, hey, we're going to go live once a month. We're going to go live twice a month. Don't feel the pressure if you're not ready for it to go every week or every day if you're not ready to. I mean, what, what are your thoughts, Christian? I definitely think that you should work your way up to something. 
I was having a conversation with someone and we were talking about weightlifting. And I said, you know, if you're going to do the bench press and you've never done it before, you're not going to start out with a hundred pounds, for example, on the bar. What you're going to start out with are a much smaller weight and you're going to work your way up to that 100. So you're going to challenge yourself. So for example, you know, to your point, if I'm not able to go live, for example, every single week, and I'm totally new to this once a month, that's perfectly fine. And you see what kind of reaction that you're going to get from your audience. And then you can increase that to maybe twice a month and then three times a month and four times a month. And even daily, if you want to get into doing that. But the key thing is you have to listen to your audience and your customers. It's one thing to go live every single day and you can check that box, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be tuning in. So you are going to make sure that you have to talk with them. You have to ask them for feedback because that's going to be what helps you determine the best time to go live. It's when your customers want you to go live, but you have to keep in mind that your customers might come back and say, well, I want eight to nine and I want nine to 10 and I want 10 to 11 and I want 11 to 12. You have to look at, you know, if your customers give you feedback, maybe you're going to run a survey, for example, like google.com forward slash forms. And what that will do is it will allow you to create that survey and you can have an option that says, you know, eight to 12, for example, like give them a range. Don't ask them what time works for you. Cause you're going to get a whole bunch of different answers and you're going to then have to figure it out. Just give them a range. And then the great thing is that you can take that live video and you can repurpose it or get the value out of the replay actually. So not just, okay, I went live from eight to nine and the people who showed up can actually watch it. You know, uh, you are going to possibly get people to watch the replay as well. So that's what I think as far as, you know, picking like, you know, how do you actually get close to picking the right time? Is there anything else you want to add to that, Jim? I, I just think what you said is so critical and important. It's not so much sometimes about the number of live viewers, but the replay viewers. And you have to remember that. So the biggest thing is one, you pick that time I love how the idea of the, of the poll or the survey, but you may find that that poll or survey also doesn't, you know, fit what you were thinking. So one of the things to consider is when you create this poll or survey, make sure you're putting some t the times in there that maybe, you know, you're going to be able to commit to, right? This mm -hmm. isn't about committing based on what they want. I mean, it partially is, but you may also find that that's going to be the reason that you might not be able to start right away. Because if you find your audience is saying they're going to go uh, join you on your live at a time that you really didn't consider or that you're going to have to make other arrangements for, definitely something you want to take in place. But I almost guarantee if you've got good content, right, which is another whole key to this, you're going to get your more viewers on replay than you are on live. It definitely when you're starting out, it's just the way the algorithms work for sure. And the other part to that is the replay. If you start to notice people are watching the replay, you want to make sure in your show that you have 
some sort of way for them to either give you feedback. So it could be something like send me a private message on my Facebook page or send me an email. Make sure you give that information out to your viewers, but also keep in mind, you know, as you mentioned that you're, you know, you have to experiment is what I want to get at. I guess you have to experiment with different uh, amounts of live video and different times and make sure that it also obviously works for you and your audience. Are there any other ways? So I know I can survey my audience and my customers with a form, but are there any other ways that I can get closer to that target potentially to help identify the best time to go live? Well, well, yes. If you want to check your analytics even, right? If you've already got a social media presence, you're going to see when your audience is most engaged with you. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to get a pretty good range. And so you might even pick the the peak time, like maybe you find it's, you know, the middle of the day or maybe it's early in the evening. And so that's something to consider. I mean, this is all about, you know, experimentation. I mean, if you're not always going to get it right, I think I know Tim and I changed, I think, both our day and our time at one point. I think we went from Thursdays to Wednesdays and we used to go at two o'clock and then we moved to noon. I mean, and you've done that as well, haven't you, Christian? Definitely. You know, we've, we've adjusted times. We, what we try to do is we try to give our guest, for example, on my show, social chatter, we try to give them a, a guest, a range of times. So for example, it might be from eight to 12 Eastern standard time. Now the things we have to also remember if our guests, and the reason I do that, for example, is because sometimes our guests are on the West Coast. So if I give them the eight o'clock in the morning time, that's five o'clock for them. And chances are they're not going to actually want to join at that time. So we can move it a little bit later so that it works a little bit better. You know, there is no, per- and like I said, there is no perfect time for everything because, for example, if your audience is someone who, for example, like see your audience is primarily on the West Coast and you're on the East Coast. You need to find a time that's going to potentially work for your viewers. Now, like we mentioned earlier, you're not going to have a perfect time and they can watch the replay, but it is then up to you if you're running a live video to make sure you get back to those people as well. So if they do have comments or things like that, uh, make sure you go back and respond to them. So Jim, obviously we know serving our audience checking our analytics. For example, I know we can go on Facebook and we can check our analytics and it'll say, Hey, here's when we, you know, when we think people are viewing your content the most in what location they're in, you know, I, I think you should take that with a grain of salt though. You should get an idea. So it'll give you a baseline, but the real way is going to be to reach out to those customers. And for example, if it's, if Facebook is where your business is spending the most time at, where you're doing all your posting and you're getting some engagement there, then what I would also do is I'd pay attention to who your top people are that are commenting and engaging with your content. And if you need to build a bit of a focus group or a test audience, reach out, maybe create a Facebook Messenger group chat and reach out to those people and say, hey, I'd like to invite you to join you know, a a test group and then solicit them for feedback. If those are the people that are regularly engaging with your content, whether they're leaving comments or likes or sharing your content, reach out to them and ask them, Hey, when's the best time? And the reason I say this 
is because those people are obviously interested in what you're doing. So if you're trying, you know, if you're trying to hit basically a moving target and you really don't know who is engaging with my content, so I can ask them, that'll give me at least a bit of a baseline. I can use my analytics to help kind of back some of that up. So what else, Jim, should I be doing to help me identify that best time to go live? Well, I think you hit on a great point. I mean, it's it, part of really when you're building a live show, you're building a community and you, you really kind of hit on that, right? You know, Pat Flynn talks about it in his book, super fans, you're identifying your, those champions, those people that love what you're doing. If you, if you identify with them and connect with them and they help you come up with the best time, right? They're going to be spreading the word to their friends that they think are going to be interested. And that's going to even help you grow your show faster. I, I think that was a great point you brought up. Uh, the other thing is, right, you got to look at who is your audience. So as an example, if they're families, right, you mm-hmm. probably want to avoid some of the busy times of day for them. Like it's in the mornings when everybody's getting up and whether it's, you know, ready for work, ready for school, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, even, you know, if they're homeschooling now, right, that could be something that you have to consider. You, you know, don't interrupt people's family dinner times and think that you're going to get a lot of people to live, leave the dinner table in order to watch your show. So you, you know, you might want to go early evening or even mid afternoon. Those are some of those. I mean, what what are some examples you can think of that you'd want to consider Christian? Uh, So by the way, I I love the example there about, you know, if you've got someone who is, you know, a, a parent, for example, you want to avoid things such as like if they are going to, so you have to look at the situation. So for example, if they're going to be homeschooling, as you mentioned, then you want to make sure like you're going to have a smaller window, I think if they are homeschooling. So you need to sort of think in the reverse. Okay. What's convenient for me? Great. But Hey, if my, if my audience are, for example, stay at home parents, then what I want to make sure I do there is not do just what is convenient for me. I want to flip that script. So for example, if it's a stay-at-home parent and say they're having to say they're doing homeschooling as well right now, well, what's the typical time that people are going to be in school or that they might be engaged? And I mean and I don't mean engaged as in they're watching your video. I mean engaged as in they have an activity that they have to do such as teaching someone. So for example, if I know that they are going to be going to school from was it eight till what was it two, three o'clock, Jim? Something like that, maybe? That sounds good. So two to three o'clock or eight to three o'clock. I know that they're probably not going to want to watch a show during lunch hour because they're going to probably need that mental break. So then that leaves me, you know, and I know maybe in the evening they're going to probably be having dinner, for example, with their family. So that means that my amount of time to reach them is much smaller. And it's probably either going to be early in the morning when they're maybe working out or it's going to be in the evening when they're getting ready to go to sleep, for example. So they're going to have a much smaller amount of time. Now, you also have to look at it like this. If I'm trying to reach the working professional, the working professional is working from eight or nine to five, nine to six. So for them, they're not going to probably be watching my show while they're driving. I hope not. But they may be watching it if they get up, if they're you know a real go-getter and they get up in the morning and they're doing their workout at like 5, 6 a.m., they might be doing their workout then 
and watching your show or watching the replay. And then the same thing in the evening, they may have client dinners, things like that. So they may be catching it also later in the evening. So you do have to, you know, pay attention to that. And that's where really, I mean, the analytics are going to help you if you look at the analytics for, you know, when your audience is joining and where they're joining from. For example, if you think your audience is East Coast because you're on the East Coast, but it's actually West Coast, you have to take that time into consideration, you know, and you also have to look at um, when those people are, like like I said, when they're going to be like having the most free time to be able to focus and concentrate. And that also comes down to also the amount of time that your episode is going to be. Because, for example, you're not going to have a lot of someone's time. So you need to make sure the content is really good but also that is very succinct and you know, that you're very deliberate with making your show, you know, it's not going to be two hours or three hours or an hour and a half, even maybe the maximum threshold will be one hour or it could be 30 minutes or 15 minutes. It's, but you need to make sure that you're imparting as much knowledge as possible in that amount of time. So that's what I think as far as, you know, if, if my demographic is either going to be the stay at home parent, or the working professional to help me determine the best times to go live. Jim, anything else you want to add, by the way, about picking the best time to go live? Any tips or anything? I think the biggest thing is don't be afraid to change, right? It, it's okay. You know, you're going to experiment. You may take, you may find even after it may take a few months and you're saying, well, I'm, I'm really not getting the viewership I want. So you, you got to do some analysis. Is it, something with your format is it your content and if it's not that then it's probably you know go ahead and change the day and the time and see if that helps so don't don't be afraid to to do testing and see what works uh, and it's even okay sometimes maybe do some just pop-up lives that are almost unannounced and see what kind of engagement you get when you do things like that and i, I actually really like that last point about doing a pop-up live a pop-up live is essentially a live video where it's not scheduled it's not pre-scheduled that I'm going to be going live at, you know, from two to three on such and such channel. I'm going to just go live and then look at how my audience responds or reacts. For example, if I'm not totally not sure what day I should be going live or what time, you know, I'm trying to hit a moving target. However, if I do some pop-up lives, those, for example, can give me a lot of valuable insights into when I should be going live. For example, if I do one at three o'clock in the afternoon and I notice I got 500 viewers on it, or even if it's just five to 10 people tuning in, as opposed to a scheduled live where I get one to two, two at the most, that tells me that that three to four time might be much better than the initial time that I thought was the right time because that worked for me. Well, and I think it also goes back to your whole point of if you're seeing too, check out who are those people that are engaging with those pop-up lives. That might be identifying to you who are those people I need to be reaching out to because they obviously are interested in your content. So that's another way to identify who they are. So if you have any questions on how to pick the best time to go live after you've listened to this episode, obviously, you know, feel free to reach out to us for this episode. It's going to be launch your dot live forward slash EP 23. 
We'll see you all on a future episode of the Launcher Live podcast. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.